Hello and welcome to Strictly Game Boy, the podcast you can take with you. I'm your host, Clay, and I'm joined today by Brian. What's going on, dude? Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. It oh, is a long time no see. Yeah, it's been a while. It is lovely outside today, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Just stunning. Mm, can't. I'm so glad I have today off. Oh, man. Have you played any uh, good Game Boy games lately? I, in fact, did play one good Game Boy game. Oh, you actually picked this week's game, didn't you? I did. Nice. Uh, I it's a game that I do love. I love very much. Yeah, we're pulling one of your favorites out pretty mm-hmm. early on in this in this show. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, the, the favorite that I ended up having to find again. Actually, a friend. I'll talk about it later. But a friend found it uh, for me. So nice. after I had lost it. So awesome. All right. Well, it is going to be a great episode, guys. Uh, clearly, we're really excited to to get going. Clearly, so we're just going to jump straight into things, and we're gonna. Today, we are talking about Mickey's Dangerous Chase. Now, Mickey's Dangerous Chase uh, was developed by Now Productions, published by Capcom. Uh, I'm sure they had a a close relationship. Uh, Released in North America on May 15th, 1991. Uh, it, it, for the EU, the only thing we could find was 92, but, um, this is technically an original game, even though we're going to get to it, just basically Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, but on the Game Boy, yeah. starring Mickey instead. Um, little, little bit of trivia, this, uh, title was one of the first games to be sold under the player's choice category of Nintendo games. Interesting. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, they, they kind of brought it back toward the end of um what the wii u but uh player's choice uh, or as it used to be called the million seller club uh was when once a game sold a million units nintendo would drop it to 20 bucks and that it it used to be a wonderful time to be someone who who was a child who did not have income uh Later, when you'd see games for, like, DS and the Wii, like, stuff that were launch titles, you would still, three years later, go to Target and see them for sale for 60 bucks because they just never dropped the price on them. Which, as a Nintendo fan, was insane to me because the, 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 the uh, player's choice, the million sellers, it was 20 bucks. After it sold a million, it was 20 bucks. We all knew that. So, so this is this is uh, in the first class of uh, of million sellers. Interesting. Well, another thing I wanted to point out is there were certain versions of this game that had a like a free um, special deal that was promoted. So, if you look at some of the box art, some of them have a like a yellow thing on the bottom of the front of the does, cover. Does it uh, the one that you're looking at have the Nintendo uh, Player's Choice seal on it, or no. is it original? So this is different. Okay. I, there may be like three different versions of this game. I'm not sure. Yeah. But what this game had, and it says free Mickey Mouse Club. Uh, what is it? Hip Pack. Hip Pack. We would call that a fanny pack. A fanny pack. Yeah. As well as uh, the Disney Channel, I don't like you get some free Disney Channel. Oh right, right. You viewage. for like ten bucks, you could probably get a month subscription to the Disney Channel. Right. Um, back in the day when all of our channels were 
right there, but just, you know, whatever, you scrambled or something. Yes. So, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because yeah. I was looking at it one day and I noticed there was multiple versions of the cover art and I was like, what is this yellow thing? And so I finally found a good version that I could read what it said. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Free hip pack. Everybody loves those. And uh, <laughs> thought we should mention that to the listeners. And I'm betting you it's a neon color. <laughs> yes. Because it's the early 90s. It's probably super obnoxious. Yeah. Go ahead and say like neon pink or something. Yeah, I'm thinking yellow. But you thinking yellow? Dude, yeah. that's the other one I would go with. It'd be, it'd be like yellow, but you're not sure if it's yellow or green because it's so bright and awful. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, so I, I kind of wanted to, uh, well, well, my history with the game. Mm. Uh, I don't remember when I got this, but I got it really early on, probably in the first year that I owned a uh, um, a Game Boy. Uh I, I really love this game. This is why I kind of like was like, all right, you need to play a game, Clay. Mm. Uh, you need to play this. Uh, it, so so it, it, it does have, if you've ever played the, uh, the NES uh, Chippendales Rescue Rangers game, it does have that mechanic where you're picking up boxes and throwing them at enemies. And, you know, if you touch an enemy, you're dead. But um, I, it, you know, I played the crap out of this game. I love it to death. Uh, in fact, I think I lost it at some point. And then... In the middle of the night, like at the end of the '90s, probably, like my best friend found it somewhere and was just like, "Here, you know, in box. Like, here you go. I know you lost this game that that you won't shut up about. Uh, here you go," and gave it to me. And I was like, "All right, cool." And I opened it up and handed it, handed the cart back to him. I was like, "Now play it," because I've been telling you about this game for years. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, "Yep, yeah, no, it's a good game. I like it. I like it a lot." Um, I don't. I. You know, your history with it is, like, as of last week when I made you play it or something. It's not that f- that <laughs> soon. But, no, like, so, I, like I mentioned, uh, I think it was last episode, episode zero, um, or whatever episode that was. Basically, I've started playing through as many Disney games as I can get my hands on. And so, this was one I had not played and, honestly, had not ever heard about. I had no idea this game existed. But after meeting you, within the span of maybe two weeks, it was I, pretty quick. I heard like three other people tell me about it, and and as soon as I found out that you were on a Disney video game podcast, I was like, oh, you should play Mickey's Dangerous Chase. It's a good game. And so I was like, okay, yeah, another Mickey game. Like I love Mickey games. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like exhaustion of like, oh, another Mickey game I need to play. But after hearing. I think two or three other people mentioned it to me literally within like a week of you telling me about it. I was like, all right, this is a sign. I need to play this game. Apparently it's pretty great. It's weird that I'm hearing about it a lot right now, Yeah, but I just need to go check it out. Yeah. So I went online and I found a copy. I think, I don't think I bought it in a store, bought it online, had it shipped over. And, uh, I think I played a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until we decided we were going to cover it on the show. And then I was like, all right, I need to give this a proper playthrough. And I spent, I don't know, close to an hour playing through as much as I could, you know, bear. Not that it was a grueling experience no, by no, any means. No, no, but once you hit the industrial area, like, it's just... It definitely ramps <laughs> up. I didn't beat the game, but I did get, uh, I don't know, I was relatively close to the end. Maybe 75% through it, mm-hmm. if I had to guess. Um, you, yeah, you. I feel like you made it to... The fourth area, which is, yes. But after playing it, I was still willing to go back and, and play the rest or p- 
play it again. So it wasn't like I was miserable at the end of it and didn't want to play anymore. It was just at that point I was like, all right, I'm ready to be done. Yeah. Uh, for now. So uh, no, but yeah, a great Game Boy Mickey game. I don't. I know there's some other Mickey Game Boy games, but I haven't played them. So yeah, this I is kind either. of my big experience with them. But uh, and and then there's the uh, there's a. Bugs Bunny one that is interchangeable with a with a Mickey one depending on if you're in Japan or North America. I can't remember which how, how it works, but yeah, there's even a Mickey game that is a Bugs game somewhere else. So, hmm. don't lose your shorts, dude. We'll be back after this. And now it's time for this week's song of the week. song that's a good one uh yeah yeah uh this is from uh one of my other favorite little uh licensed games uh, uh turtle team Mutant into turtles but turtles back from the sewers oh um, this is the obligatory uh second episode where you're on on rails so uh oh, so okay. like, much like battle toads where the impossible speeder bike level oh, yeah uh animaniacs has their little kind of th- like three track level uh this is it takes place on a highway uh you are on a skateboard because it's the 90s and you're you know totally tubular turtles exactly so uh yeah but uh really upbeat you know major key a lot of fun uh yeah i like this song a lot nice that's a great pick man it's a it's a deeper cut and i appreciate that mm-hmm. and it's konami always always go with konami when it comes to like late 80s early 90s music definitely always awesome well that's a great episode or great episode great song great song Not this a, is a great episode this has been a great episode yes guys. absolutely uh, one of my favorites okay so i really want to read the back of this box because it's kind of bad uh yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Big Bad Pete swiped Minnie's birthday present and spoiled Mickey's surprise. Mickey is out to get Minnie's present back and chases Pete through some dangerous places. In this awesome adventure, you play as Mickey Mouse. Enjoy the wonderful world of Disney as you follow Big Bad Pete through towns, woods, rooftops, mountains, and factories. Help Mickey throw boxes at the... (laughs) Help Mickey throw boxes at the bad guy while grabbing stars and prizes. Ride the speedboat, jalopy, and a bouquet of balloons. And get that present back. Better hurry. All right, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Riveting. I'm not sure what the jalopy is. Um, yeah. I forget, I forget what that word is supposed to mean, but it, it, I, I don't... I thought it was a food. Thinking of... No, it's not a food, but, but thinking of as someone who's played this game a bunch, I'm trying to remember at what point do I ride something that could be called a jalopy. Um, you, there's a bear you can ride on. There's a, a speedboat, you know, and stuff like that. But, um, but like I said, yeah, if you've ever played Chippendales Rescue Rangers for the for the NES, this is it. It will look very familiar to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a side-scrolling platformer where you dispatch enemies by picking up and throwing boxes at them. Um, funnily enough, it's Mickey's dangerous chase, but you can play as Minnie as well. 
That's right. Um, yep. and, and your goal is to reach Goofy, who is at the end of each stage. And he will usually tell you which way Pete went in a cutscene. Um, the common joke here is that, Goofy, if you can get to the end of the stage every time before I can, why don't you just chase him down? Yeah. What the heck, man? I don't know. And, uh, you know, Mickey, er, Goofy seems like more of an adult than Mickey. I mean, he's bigger. I know Mickey's a mouse, but whatever. Like, you know, come on, dude. Take, take some, you know, like, just get off. Come on, man. You can do this. You can do this. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there are there are five areas in this game, and on the back of the box, kind of mentioned most of them. But I'll I'll go over them. The they are Mickey's hometown, the woods, the mountain, and because this is a children's game, there is the industrial area and the business district. Ooh. Yes, yes. So, uh, the you know the the Mickey's hometown is mostly storefronts, uh, like the woods and the mountain, very self-explanatory. But uh. The industrial area is just kind of like factories and crap. Um, it's where the game, like like the difficulty curve, like really ramps up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still kind of fun. And then uh, you've got the business district. So um, usually I wanted to point this out because as I was thinking about the game, I didn't realize it. But the last level is usually like kind of some kind of vehicle thing mm-hmm. uh, with like an auto scrolling part to it. So the, the the first area's third level is a speedboat auto-scrolling section. Uh, the second one is the most fun where you are you're holding, like it says, a bouquet of balloons and you are floating up and you have to uh, move left and right to dodge things. And you have three hit points in this game. But during the balloon level, if you lose a life or a hit point, you are down to two balloons and you start moving slower, mm. which means you could get hit a little bit easier. So, like, that, this is a little bit of cleverness to yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty cool. Um, the, the mountains, you're on the way back down, so you're riding on the backs of birds that fly in and out of the screen, and you have to stay on top of them. And then the industrial area, the auto-scroller is like a car level. Um, as far as the business district is concerned, that, that auto-scroll level can, can go rot in hell as far as I'm concerned. I hate it. You're climbing up a building. Yeah. There's no vehicles, but it's really hard, and it's all memorization, and there's like three branching paths. And you never know which one is the right one until you've memorized it. It's kind of kind of lame. But not only do, uh, you know, one of the other things I wanted to point out is that uh, not only do most levels have their own unique bad guys, or at the very least, each area will have bad guys that don't repeat. Um, I think a lot of, in, in the first area, there's a lot of the same guys, the same dogs, the same weird street dudes, but... Um, once you start getting into the other levels, like, you will see bad guys that you will never see in a, in, in a different level. Uh, you will, like, see the eagles only once, maybe twice, but they're both in the mountain. Um, and not only that, but most of the mu- uh, the levels have their own musical theme, too. Uh, so, like, each song is kind of unique. And I always thought that was really cool. Um, as far as the visuals, it's, like, nothing too spectacular. I mean, they're licensed characters. They They look true to their, you know the source material, but, um, and like I said, as far as audio, like I said, you know, most levels have their own song, which is pretty great. Uh, and for whatever reason, I've always found like the sound effects to be like satisfying. Like when you obliterate an enemy with a box, it's like, like it makes this weird noise that I just always kind of like. So, I mean, (laughs) you know, we're not going to have much to say about visuals and audio in most of these Game Boy games, but you know, as long as they're there, I'll, I'll say that much on it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think they did a good job. Uh, Mickey looks pretty true to character. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the weasels are some of the villains in the game. Yes, in in the first area, yeah, and and they're pretty cool. I always love when when uh, Disney games use them. Mm-hmm. I just think they're really cool little villains. They kind of have that mobster vibe to them, and yeah, see, um, they got like a toothpick, right, know, right. Um, and so I I appreciate they chose those. Um, and then they have like little cut scenes in between each level, which has usually has Goofy in it. Uh, and shows, you know, Mickey and Minnie, and I, I don't know, I thought those looked pretty good overall. Um, like you said, pretty true to the character. Um, another thing I noticed was each level you collect these things. Okay, yeah. Orbs, so, like, nuggets, crystal balls, circles, things. whatever. Uh, there are four hidden in every level. Um, if you find all four, you get an extra life. Mm. Likewise, there are stars, just sitting around every level and if you get a hundred of those you get an extra life but each level has four golden ball i don't i don't i don't know i just, as a kid i always was like well that's got to be a gold ball or something I guess. right so i don't know they, they don't actually have a color they're just balls <laughs> on a card right um i remember finding every single one of them you know maybe not completing the whole game getting every single one of them. But at some point I was really good about like knowing where they all were and getting them every time I ran through and stuff like that. Yeah. You can beat this game in like 30 minutes, 40 minutes, you know, if you kind of know what you're doing. Right. Yeah. So I think the collectibles add a little bit Mm -hmm. of, you don't need them, but if you're struggling or whatever, it's nice to have them. I know when I played through it, I wasn't really understanding what those were for. At first, it wasn't really well communicated. No, and so, it doesn't really even tell you about it. Right. And so eventually I figured out, oh, that's what they do. Um, it kind of has a little Mario 3 bar at the bottom with some of your information, I think. Yes. And there are four empty circles, and they will fill up that's as you true. grab them. Yeah. But so, um, but then there's like little secret areas, like especially in level two. There's a, there's a, a thing, a, a pit that you need to jump over. But if you fall into it, you realize, oh, there's more level down here. Like, so there's stuff like that, like, hidden a little bit, but... Not too much, but no. there's a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's some... Just just a smattering of it. So I noticed when I was playing through this game, uh, I didn't get a lot of extra lives at first. About midway through the game, I got a lot of them. And so at one point, I had, like, seven or eight lives or something. And then you hit 4-1, and it yeah. all goes to hell. And then I used them all up. <laughs> I guess the one redeeming thing about this game that doesn't make it super hard is that you can, can continue as many times as you want. You never game over back to level one. But if you are in, say, 4-2, and you game over, you got to go back to 4-1. Right. So I think that's pretty fair. I know a lot of games where if you're in 4-2 and you game over, you go back to 1-1. Right. And so I think at the very least that was generous. Or you have like three continues and that's it. Right. But yeah, yeah. Usually they give you a little Also, it's a, it's a little generous that uh, areas 1, 2, and 3 are all pretty easy. And you don't really have to like, there's not much uh, like, uh, it's, it's not like a, a, a difficult thing to get through. When you start to hit 4... Uh, Although I will say that I think it's what is it three two is the haunted house and that one's a little tough but yeah um, but once you start hitting four like the difficulty just like I said ramps up mm-hmm. yeah a um, couple other thoughts I had I think the physics and controls of this game are pretty good mm-hmm. um, you have a very a pretty f- like 
uh, floaty jump, I guess. It's not a very, you know, gravity heavy, so you have a, a bit of extra oomph to your jump, which I think for pretty much every Disney game is very welcome, in my opinion. It, and it so, lends to, like, an exploratory nature of the game, because you have this kind of high, floaty jump that, you know, makes it easy for you to make the jump that you want to make, especially if you can make it. Right. So, like, it, it's kind of in that way, you know, a sort of kid's game that, you know, it makes it a little bit easier for youngins to get through a game. Totally. Yeah, so I appreciated that. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think. The The combat's pretty straightforward. Can't jump on bad guys. Got to throw blocks and other things right. at them. So, um, yeah. Uh, is there anything else you think we're missing on this one? Not really, other than, uh, look, here comes a spoiler, people. Uh-oh. So Mickey's Dangerous Chase, like I said before, is about uh, the fact that Pete... Stole the present that you were going to give to Minnie for her birthday. Okay. When you finally catch up and open that present. Clay, do you remember what's in that box? I do, but what? what I'm sure it's got to be something great because this is literally an entire video game around getting Minnie's present. So and, it has and, to be and something Pete, great. And Pete had to have wanted to steal it, right? Right. Unless out of spite. Uh, it's got to be something he wants. No, it's a live bird. There's a live bird in this box that is just living there while Pete runs away from you for however many levels. And yes, there's a live damn bird in that box. Wow. That's just, I don't know. It's just a ridiculous thing to me. Like, you don't wrap a present with a live animal inside unless you're like, you know, America in 1980 or before, I guess. So. Don't birds eat mice? Yes. Yes, they do. But not little ones. Like, Tweety Bird would not eat Speedy right. Gonzales. So, right. you know, that sort of thing. Well, that's not Disney. Not so. to mix. You know, not to mix. Yeah, you know, I'm getting confused serious. now. Yeah. Okay. But, but, yeah. So, that's the last thing I probably have to say about this game is that you chase down Pete. Probably why you're chasing. Like, instead of just going to the store and going, oh, well, I'll get you another one. Just be like, no, there's an animal in there. I need to kind of save that animal how big is this bird it's not big at all it's smaller than both Minnie and, and mickey like compared to mickey's hand how big is it like smaller than his hand it is a it is a songbird if you will it is so a small in this bird. world they're like <laughs> ginormous either there's ginormous mice that walk on on two legs mm -hmm. or there's tiny birds which I, I do would, you think it is i would say that uh mickey himself is some sort of abomination Okay. Um, Goofy and Pluto, I know for a fact, are both bigger than him, and they're dogs, but he is still a large mistake. Right. I have so many questions. <laughs> Goofy and Pluto are both dogs. Right. We can, we can, we can do that Dave Coulier uh, joke all we want from Full House. Oh, yeah, I remember but, that. You know, but yeah. Cut it out, dude. Cut, Cut it out. All right. Nice. All right. Well, uh, final thoughts, man. I, I know you're a huge fan of this game. I'll let you go first, and I'll I'll give my thoughts. I still got it. I uh, I sat down and it took me like maybe thirty, forty five minutes. Beat the game. You beasted it for sure. Um, it's uh, like I said that that uh, not only does the difficulty get crazy around four, but uh, world five is just area five is just a nightmare. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I just I love this game. I, I always will. I, I love the music. It's it's all like it's got a bunch of good little ditties in there. So yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, my thoughts, honestly, I think the hype is fair for it. I mm-hmm. think that it's a good Mickey platformer that looks and plays well on the Game Boy. It's not visually difficult to see what's going on. The controls, uh, you feel like you're in control, but they're also, uh, you know, a little bit more generous with how high you can jump and stuff. And I, I've played a lot of Mickey platformers. And so, yeah, it's a little more simplified version than some of the other Mickey platformers from the 90s, but it's the Game Boy, and so you're going to get that. And, yeah, uh, I and think it, it's you know, good. it's a year one Game Boy release. Right. So. And there's good variety in this. It's not all platforming. You've got boats. You've got the balloons going up. So there's some good little things that mix it up, and it make it makes it feel... You know, like a well-rounded game. It's not the same repetitive nonsense the entire time. Mm-hmm. And I, I love a good platformer, and I think the throwing boxes mechanic works fine. I wish I could jump on these guys and hurt them. I, I prefer that more in a platformer, the whole jump on a bad guy thing. But regardless, it's it's a good it's a good game. I think the the difficulty level is pretty fair on it. It, it gets more challenging, maybe ramps up a little too quickly. Yes, it definitely does. But it doesn't start out super hard like a lot of Disney games do. So I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that over time it, it gradually gets more difficult. So, um, yeah, if you've never played this and you like a, a good, you know, Mickey platformer or a good platformer in general, I think it's a good one to check out. And now it's time for real or fake. The point in the show where one host tries to stump the other by describing a Game Boy game that is real or fake. I have a game this week. That I have chosen that I am going to present to Brian here. And Brian has to tell me whether or not this is a real Game Boy game or not. I could have made this up, or it could actually be a real Game Boy this game. This is going to be interesting. And so, you can ask me any questions you want. I Should, may... I, should I limit it? To, should we limit no. it to like three? Because yeah, okay, you get, be... you get three questions. Yeah, and you're going to have to make up some of these if it's fake True, on the spot, so, so I'll do my best to answer them as, as best I can. Okay. But I may have okay. not played this game, or I may be making it up. You know, I, you know, so like I may only know a little bit about it. So we're, um, we're, we're going through this as as we go. In fact, you yes. Know? So, all right. So I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what this game is, and you can then begin to ask your three questions. So, this is a Bonk game. Are you aware of Bonk? Yes, I am. Bonk's Adventure. Yes. Well, there's, this is a sequel to Bonk's Adventure, and it is called Bonk's Revenge. Okay, Go so um, right off the bat, I just want to say fake, but uh, what year did this come out? It came out two years after the first Bonk's came out. So I'm going to go ahead and keep thinking it's fake. Um, hmm... Did Hudson publish or develop this themselves for publish on the the Game Boy? Yes, they were involved with the creation of this game. Okay. Um, God, it'd be really great to know what year it came out. Yeah, so I wish you I had tell me. You want to tell me what? What? Uh, yeah, I'm still. Uh, you know what? I don't even have to ask my. Th- I have to ask my third question. I'm gonna go ahead and say this is fake. It's actually real. Damn it! <laughs> ah, yeah. I, I don't know how long the uh, the Turbo Graphics handheld lasted, but uh, 
I was pretty sure that there was no, I mean, okay. I guess it probably didn't last very long, but I was pretty sure that that was a fake out. So, hmm. Yeah. Sorry, man. I feel bad for stumping you on our first one here. Yeah. Um, you you gotta give me a year, man. You gotta give me the actual year, not two years after it came out. It did come out in 1991. Huh. Uh, for like multiple platforms, Turbo Graphics, Game Boy, Virtual Console. What was the name of the Turbo Graphics handheld? PlayStation. I forget. I can't remember anymore. Sixteen? No, that's the. No, that's the Turbo Graphics sixteen. But I, I just don't I don't remember what the name of the handheld was. Yeah. So. I don't either. All right. Damn, you got well, me. That's all right. Well, Good let's. Job. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for this segment. We can uh, continue on then. Maybe this is a viable segment because I did not think that it was going to be that kind of a. I didn't think it was going to go down like that. So, yeah. All right. You got me. All right. Well, I'll let you do the next one. How about that? All right. All right. Fair enough. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for sticking with us to the very end. Uh, This has been a, a great episode and hopefully more to come. Uh, if you want, you can find more of our episodes on the, nin- the NintendoVillage.com. We are also on the Nintendo Village YouTube as well as iTunes. Join us next episode for some more Strictly Game Boy. We'll see you later. All right, we love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mm,